Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. First Choice Bank uses state-of-the-art banking technology through their platform with the Concierge Specialty Deposits Group that handles property management relationships. Use your bank account balances to earn credits, which can be used to offset accounting and other third-party accounting-related charges. Work with First Choice Bank, your financial partner that can provide complete relationship banking. To learn more, visit pmbanking.com. Hey everybody, this is Brad Larson. I want to talk to you about a new podcast out there that I would highly recommend called 300 to 3000, How to Grow Your Property Management Company to Scale. One of the hosts is Matthew Whitaker. He's a good friend of mine. I've visited their operation and I really truly respect what GK Houses has done and they are still doing. They're an experts at growing at a fast scale into a large scale business. So expect to hear the real world truth about all the mistakes the company has made growing into it and all the good things they're doing. Again, go to 300to3000.com, that's their website, and catch them on iTunes, Spotify, and or Stitcher. Look forward to hearing from good things from those guys. Take care. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Property Manager Mastermind Show. I am your host, Brad Larkin, and today's guest, I'm bringing on Mike Mengden, and Mike is a longtime NARPA member, past president, coming to us out of the Houston, Texas area. God bless Texas. And we're gonna have a real good conversation today about rent buying, because this seems to be one of the hottest topics going right now is the new software coming out. Uh, we've been waiting for it for several years, and Mike has successfully integrated this into his business. And so now what we're gonna do, kind of like what we did in the previous episode where I interviewed Andy Wrighton to talk about software. Well, Andy jumped from one platform to another and then went back. So there's lots of discussion points about good, bad, other, and this is a real good conversation that Mike and I are going to have because just in our pre-show, we brought up a bunch of good points about what's going on in the accounting world, what's going on in the, the automation world, and how RentVine is filling this need. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Mike, and then we can kind of talk further about the background of who has created RentVine and what we know of what their future could be. So without further blah, 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 Mike, please give us a little bit of introduction of yourself and say how we're doing today. I'm doing great. Uh, I'm, again, my name's Mike Mingdon. I'm the broker for Terra Residential in Houston. Been a broker since 1980, which means I'm old. And I've uh, been using, been a NARPA member since uh, 96. Uh, originally started out in a, uh, for those of you guys that are old enough to know what this means, my first property management software was a DOS program that I helped build. And then went to DOS and went to the original Windows version from that. And now everything's online. So it is amazing the changes in this industry in the last 30 years. So. Yeah, the software side is hugely important. Yes. And it's, it's a frustrating thing at the same time because we all know it's extremely painful to switch software. So you may be on a good platform now that you like, and you might be looking around at others just to kind of understand what's out there because almost every single platform out there has some sort of frustration, some sort of like, I wish it did this, I wish it didn't do that. And so there's never gonna be a perfect solution, but what you really end up looking for in a company that does 
provide property management software is the kind of customer support they're bringing you, the kind of willingness to offer potential new type of uh, new type of changes, new types of, of ideas that you want to implement into the system. And that's really kind of what you're looking for in a software. So a lot of the questions people are going to ask is like, okay, why'd you do it, right? I and mean, what was the motivation first off to potentially make a change? So give us a few moments on kind of, you know, way back when we were like, okay, I like it. This looks good. But, you know, ask ourselves or answer the question, why you even looked at doing a change in the first place? Go ahead. Well, I, again, my first program was on DOS. They quit, the, the program quit in 94 and a group of us found the programmers that did it for them. And we kept it going until 2000 when we couldn't find a computer to run it anymore. So I'm not, I'm not big on changing software. <laughs> so then I went to a, a great software back then that used to be phenomenal, all, but it was all PC-based uh, and it had rock solid accounting and it was a nightmare to switch from one program to the other. I've talked to people that have made three or four switches in five or six years, and I don't know how they still have a brain. I mean, it's just when you change software, this is the, the engine that runs your company. And if you change that often, you're going to get into a, a, a big mess and it's a, it's a pain. So we did not take this lightly. We made one change um, a couple of years ago and I did it for two months and then went back. And I thought my staff was going to kill me. Um, and they, they just, and I said, but we can't keep going with this in the future. We're going to need to make a change sooner or later. And so I have known the development team behind RentVine for probably 20 years. They have been phenomenal NARPM supporters and affiliates. They have done wonderful products before. Um, we know the guys, we know the team, we know their history. They are, they have phenomenal service. A lot of the programs that people are using now were not built for the single family industry. They were built for commercial and multifamily where all the money is. And so these guys came through and they built it from the ground up for single family property management. And I think that was probably the biggest thing for me is they, they, they built it for us. And it's yeah, so, so far we need to talk. Yeah, we need to talk through some of that because this, a lot of folks that may be listening, they may not have any sort of the background that you and I may have. Now, this is not meant to be some giant, you know, commercial for this particular thing. We just want to talk through some of the details, but to understand way back when why you looked at switching and then why you chose this particular group of individuals is they have been large NARPM supporters. Uh, to give you some details, you know, these guys were doing the PMW, the property manager websites. Uh, they've been doing a rent screener, which I personally use rent screener. I think it's a phenomenal platform. Uh, I also use their website. So, uh, we understand through a customer service standpoint and from just a trust factor that we always have been able to trust what they're telling us and trust that they're going to be responsive in what we need and providing us a good service that we felt, I think you felt that, uh, you know, just seeing the background of how you treated our industry and treated me in the past as a customer, that gives me a lot of trust going forward to know that I'm going to know and instruct my business with you guys and your platform Please don't screw it up, right? And and what what I mean by that is it's a nervous thing, right? I mean, talk about how nervous somebody could be by switching platforms. I see it all the time in the Facebook groups. People are just just so nervous, and I would be too. And I am nervous, of course, by any sort of disruption to your business because you know the business of property management. You can stand it up and make it work, and it can run itself. You get the right folks in in, in place, 
And all of a sudden you want to be like a seagull and you fly over top ahead of them and drop poop, you know, like seagulls, right? And that's what happens when the business owner comes in and says, hey, gang, guess what? We're going to change software this week. And, you know, and they want to run out the door crying because they know it's just extremely painful. So going back a little bit, talk about the, the founders of this particular product and give you give, give us some history on that, who that is. Yeah, there's there's three partners in the group. There's um, Dave Borden and Jonathan Ewing and Clay Carter. And these guys have been doing this for a long time. Um, the first product uh, that they came up with was Rent Clicks back in the early 2000s. And it was one of the first online rental uh, databases, like an, you know, an MLS for rentals, for lack of a better word, uh, since so many places don't have an MLS for rentals. And they were, and that was a phenomenal product. They was, there was a ton of NARPM people using it. And when Dave, it was such a good product that this little bitty company called rentals.com came out and bought they and bought rent clicks and, and built that big conglomerate off of rent clicks. And then a few years later, Dave came back and uh, with John and, and Clay and they came back and they, they formed a little company called Property Manager Websites. And I was one of the first three or four people because I'd known Dave from when he did the rent click stuff. And I said, oh my God, you do websites now. I need a website for a property management company. And I was one of the first few that he did. And I just gave him one rule. I said, put me on page one. And he did. And the support, uh, I still talk about the support. If I've got an issue or if I need to change on the website today, I send an email and somebody over there has ESP because by the time I can hit send, the response is almost done. And that's the kind of response that we need from somebody. They are at every event. They are at every, um, they're talking to managers constantly all the time, trying to figure out what we want. They are very invested in our little industry and, and have been for decades. And to me, that makes the difference. And when they started building RentVine, they were talking to managers every day. And what are we doing and where are we going? I'm Now, I'm probably talking to these guys. I bet I talk to them every day and on what's going on and what's happening. And they're calling me and they say, well, we want to tweak this. Can we do this this way? And I said, sure, you can do it that way, but you can also do it this way. And then they've they've brilliant people, um, proven track record. I see a lot of posts on Facebook about service. Oh my God, I can't get somebody to answer the phone. I can't get somebody to do this. That is not going to be the problem with these guys. These guys have, have, are, have proven record of fantastic support for our industry. So that makes it easy. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love it. And one of the things that's very exciting for me as looking, you know, I'm, I'm a customer, basically. I'm looking at this as like, okay, this would be a possible solution for me. So the conversation you and I are having is like a conversation you might have with other folks who are going to call you and say, tell me how the integration went. Tell me how the implementation went. Did they did they screw it up? Did they take care of you? Now, from my history, I, I put in Rent Screener into my business several years ago, which is a PMW product, and it's going to integrate, it's going to integrate very smoothly into this whole uh, umbrella of solutions that they're offering. And every good idea theory that I could come up with, they were able to accommodate. Because, you know, when you start looking at it and I'm like, well, I want this, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this. They're like, great, we can do this. We code it. Okay, here it is. And a, you know, a few days later, it's all coded in there and it integrates perfectly. And I'm, I'm unusual here in the San Antonio Board of Realtors is it integrates perfectly into Sabor. So the feed is back and forth with each other. And it's amazing stuff. And so they were able to get all that done. And I'm not trying to side trail, sidetrack this conversation, but I want to give some brief history of what my experience has been with just working with them 
not only in the website. I mean, I've got one of my websites with them, but also with that red screening platform, which I absolutely love. It's been very, very done well for us. Uh, you know, we do heck, probably 400 lease agreements a year, and we've been using this platform for the last four or five years now. So, I mean, we get a lot of volume through there and it works out perfectly. So, all right, so back to the conversation of, of I'm just an outside person. I have no experience with these gentlemen or these, this company. Uh, let's go through kind of the, the things I would ask you as you are now a customer, you've adopted them. I am curious kind of how it worked. And we have these conversations all the time. The spirit of the mastermind concept is this phone call right now, this podcast right now you and I are having. This is mastermind at its best. Yes. Yeah. So it is. We're having a conversation say, okay, well, I'm looking at potentially switching software. I understand you went to Rentvine. So tell me what you know. So tell me about, you know, some of the, my first question is going to be, how is the implementation? How did that work for you? What did they do for you on the implementation side? Well, the, the first thing they did is when we made the switch a couple of years ago to the other, to another software, I, um, I did exactly what you said. I went out and I found it and I came over and I pooped on everybody and I said, okay, we need to do this. <laughs> and, and I thought my staff was going to kill me because it didn't work the same. There wasn't the same types of automation stuff. It was internet-based. But then when, I, when we decided to do this, I looked at it. And the first thing I did is I set up my team. And I have, a, I have, a, I have some young people in here, but my receptionist is in her 70s. And so she's not big on some of the automation types type stuff. So I had Rentvine give me a demo to the whole office. We were all in the big conference room and big screen in there. And they gave this demo and, and I was looking around the room and I was scared to death. And the minute it was over, I just looked right at Judy and I said, Judy. And she goes, I am all on board. Let's go. I went, dang. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because she was literally going to kill me before. So um, they helped every way. We went through um, what data we had, what we needed to have, where we wanted to go with it. Rentvine is very supple. You can set it up any way you want in your company, uh, which is was very important to me because I am very big on a lot of custom fields or a lot of categories or whatever you want to call it in your software. And, and some software doesn't allow you to do that. You have to use their set and that's all you get. And in this one, you can do whatever you want, however you want. And we can get into a little bit of that later. But um, basically, we just sent over. Um, it's hard to implement from one software to another. It is everybody thinks, well, they'll, well, I just send them a file and they can have me up and running the next day. And it doesn't work that way. Um, you've got to. Uh, we were able to format um, some spreadsheets to where we could take some of the data and put in the basic stuff, but you can't put in everything. So uh, part of your implementation is you're going to have to have somebody put in some of the custom stuff that you use in your existing software that you want to transfer over to RentVine. The, the owner's names, their addresses, tax numbers, tenants' address, the rents, all of that kind of stuff can be can be brought over somewhat, but the rest of it, you are going to have to do yourself. One of the things that we liked is, uh, which I didn't really do in the old program, is we would run, we ran all the reports of what information we had on each unit or information on each owner or information on each tenant, and then made a PDF out of that and uploaded that. And that was one of the first things we did. We just put all that in RentVine. 
So now if I need something, even though it's not implemented yet, I can at least look at that document inside RentVine and go, okay, there's what, there's the category that I need and I can do it from there. So it's going to take, I mean, my guess is it's going to take, and we're getting uh, attempts and people like that to, to do some of it. But, uh, yeah, that'd be one of my first questions as a, as a potential customer is yeah. through the implementation, how much did they help you? And I want to back up a little bit because if you were to go to any other platform, any other software, they give you a bunch of instructions and say, here you go. All right, do do all these instructions in pa on paper, do it yourself. And so most people, you know, they would go out and hire virtual assistants and the virtual assistants like Anu Pai and her team, they're very good at crossing people over with different softwares. And so that's, that's what I would have done, you know, if I were going to X software, X different software, but it looked to them to, to do that work for me, again, at a cost, right? That's going to cost, you know, you're looking, you know, potentially five figures in that type of a, a realm. Tell me more about the implementation side. Like, what did they do to get you up and running? We, we actually sent them these spreadsheets of all the basic data that we could pull from the, you know, it's our data, the data that we had in the old software. And so we sent this over to them and said, how much of this can you put in? And we were talking to them every day. And they said, okay, go look and check. Here's what we've got. Um, we need you to redo it in, in this type of format so that we can get to this data and this data and this data. And they were, we were talking to them every day and it took, we came up, we, we brought in about 10 or 15 houses at the beginning and we just put them in. And then um, we had some new clients come in and we put them in, but then we had, a, we set a goal of January one, everything had to be in there by then. So they were with, they were talking to us every day and um, okay, Mike, we've got this problem. We've got this issue. What are we doing? Um, and so we helped design some of the um, processes that they're using to, to implement some of these things. And each, each software will have its own little implementation thing. But they were great. They were, they were coming in. They made suggestions. They said, why don't you set it up this way instead of this way? You had it in this platform. It'll work better like this. So they had no problem telling us that there were that there might be a better way to do it than we had. They had no problem taking suggestions from us on what we thought would be a better way to do it, and so it was a it it was a win win for everybody. Uh, we did not feel lost. We didn't feel like we had to do all this ourselves. Um, there were a phone call away or an email away, and walked through every single process with us to make sure that this was set up right, to make sure that this was right to make sure that this report gave us the information that we needed it to give us and so forth through the implementation. So this was a much smoother implementation than what we'd had before, which was like you said, a list of documents to read and study and every once in a while, a training session on how to do something, but no, but they didn't touch your database. You did your own stuff. And then this one, Redvine's in there playing with it and saying, okay, they've got to, and I want to try it. Can I do this? And they go, I don't know. Hold on a minute. And they go, say, nope, don't do it that way. Do it this way. And it works fine. And so they've been, they've been phenomenal on making sure that we got set up the way we needed to get set up. You mentioned something earlier. I was going to ask you about the phased implementation. So did they, you think they're going to start with everybody like that? Hey, go do 10 houses for a month or two and then come over more. That's going to depend on the, on the user. I mean, you know, they're going to, we were one of the first adopters. So um, as they start growing and they get more and more people coming over, it's probably going to have to change a little bit and and how that implementation goes through and whether or not they you do a try it a, a little bit right now. They've got they're talking to a company right now. I'm 
most of the adopters now are my size or smaller. So they're talking to a company now that's got 13, and I'm a little guy, I've got 350 units, but they've got a, um, they're talking to somebody right now that you know, um, that is going to be bringing 1300 over. And so that's going to be a little bit of a bigger project. Um, but I think I expect him to get the exact same service that I got. Um, I think okay. some people are going to going to want to try a few and then do it. And other people are going to want to bring everybody over in mass. And I think that's going to be up to the particular company as to how you want to do it. Are you tired of chasing tenants to comply with having renter's insurance? Insurance Management Group can solve this problem with a master tenant's insurance policy. Keep tenants in compliance with your lease agreement and help protect all parties involved. A master tenant's insurance policy can also add an additional revenue stream to your business. Contact Derek Scott at 918-728-8992 or visit imgadvisors.com. To learn more, listen to the Property Management Mastermind Show podcast, episode number 36. Anytime this conversation pops up with any software, uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is accounting. And so the first thing that's burning in my head, I'm sure that anybody else listening to this is going to say, well, what about the 1099s, right? What about the owner 1099s? If I switch software on the 1st of July, I have to go through triple effort to get each owner a double 1099. So I know this is a conversation you have with them. You probably crossed the bridge and have a solution. So talk to me what that was. With yeah, we did the... Um we, we did because we started in 2020 with some of the owners and some of the vendors and, and, and all of that kind of stuff in there. So they hadn't needed it before, but for me, they needed it. They needed the 1099 system built and they built it and it works. So I sent out um, for some owners and, and some tenants or some owners and some vendors, we Send a uh, 1099 from the old system, and we send them a 1099 from the new system, which is legal. Uh, you can send them out two two 1099s in one year, and we did that. Some tenant, some owners, and some tenants wanted to just have one, so we figured out a way to to send out. There's a way to make an adjustment in there, which is nice. So you can send it out from just one system, but we sent all of our 1099s um, out of both system this year and everybody got them. No, no complaints, no problems. Um, and we actually ended up sending it up and built, they built the fire file that the IRS needs to send up your 1099s when you have a bunch of them. And, and that's working. So, so far, everything has, um, has worked beautifully. We got year end statements. The, the owners got a nice year end statement for the people that were in there um before the first and then the there's a good statement coming up for everybody since then so that part of it worked beautifully had no problems no complaints um well that's interesting i want to talk more about that so that's really cool how there's a, a system to take you know let's say for, for fun let's say we implement in first of july so everything from all that first six months of the year you can combine and push into rent line and then give out one to 99 if you want to, there is a, there's a way to go in there and do some journal transfers to move that information over if you want so that you don't have to go back to the old system. Uh, the, vendors are, the vendors are easy because um, they've got it. You just put a number in there and just say it's a, it's a field that's in the vendor record that just says tax adjustment. And you just go in there and you take your number from the old and put it in there. And it doesn't affect the general ledger. But it affects the 1099 so that you end up with one 1099. And you can do the same thing with an owner with a, you know, with the, oh, you, the only one you really need on the owner is the rent. And so 
as long you know, or whatever the income account you use that you report. So that you can, um, you're going to be able to do that too. So either way it works. So yeah, that's always way, fun because it's nice. That way you don't have to send out two if you don't want to. And yeah, you don't want to have, you don't want to force everybody to have to switch at the end of the year. You can switch in the middle of the year and still get your accounting right. Because that's the thing we most common hear is I don't want to switch and have two 1099s. And, and I just wanted to cross that bridge with everybody and say, look, there's going to be a solution. There's got to be yeah, a way to make that already streamlined. There. Yeah. And so that's that's a good part that we want to cover. The other side of the accounting side I wanted to touch on is, you know, they have the NARPM accounting standards ready to go in their general ledger format. So that could easily be, easily be a plug and play solution for anybody looking to adopt the NARPM accounting standards, right. which I would highly recommend everybody look at. And they can become NARPA members and get those accounting standards, uh, you know, as part of the membership. So I think that's smart to have already built into the software. How have your experience been with that so far? Yeah, that's been great because we brought over, I had already adopted the NARPA accounting standards when it first came out. And so I didn't quite go with as many accounts as, as, as I mean, that's, you got a thousand accounts in that thing. So we didn't go with that many, but we used the same concept and we said, we changed some of the stuff that we had in our old software. So bringing over my chart of accounts was a snap. They just imported my chart of accounts and, and away we went um, because we have all that. But they do have a basic, if you don't already have one or if you don't have, or if you want to switch it or alter it, it's very simple to do. Um, I've added accounts and subtracted accounts um, since we brought things over and that's very easy. Uh, they can walk you through it or you can do it yourself if you want to um, add new things that you can track. And I think that's the the... The beauty is that it's not locked. You can bring in and add or subtract stuff that you need. Some, you know, um, different states have different re reporting requirements, and and so whatever you have to do, you can do that way and make it easy. So, yeah, it's a challenge having to do this software. I can imagine of the accounting yeah. system. So let's let's talk some of the accounting basics to answer some of these okay. questions that most everybody has. The accounting basics is let's start with the uh, tenants, okay, and then we'll go to the owners from there. The tenants, basically you get them a link and they go in, I'm assuming, I haven't seen it yet, but they, they assign them, you, you send them a link, they go in, they create a username and password, they can upload their banking information and then they can pay their tenant ledger monthly. Am I correct? Correct. Yeah, they, they have an opportunity to, just like a lot of online payment systems have and, you know, with, uh, different services that you use, you go in, you send them an invitation to their owner portal, they can get an owner portal in there. And then they can upload forms of payment. They can put credit cards, bank accounts, and multiple. They, they, they're not limited to one. They can do whatever they want. And then they can set up a recurring payment. They can set up um, one-time payment, uh, whatever it is, however they want to set it. And to, the, to them, on the tenant side, if they set up an e-check or an ACH, it's free. They don't, they don't see any markup. Um, now, you know, managers are going to charge a benefit package or whatever they do to pay some of that stuff back. But for, on the tenant side, it looks free. There is a convenience fee for credit cards if they want to use it. But uh, on our side, we don't even, you know, we have no control. We have no control or whatever the tenant is doing in there. That's up to them. If they want to set up auto pay, then they set up auto pay. If they want to set up uh, paying a specific amount only or up to a specific amount uh, so that they don't. Uh, all of a sudden you double the rent and, and they don't, they're not aware of it. Um, you, they can do that. So it's completely user-friendly for the tenants. And so far, no complaints from them at all. They, let's, they, let's talk time frame too, because a lot of us have gone to a touchless leasing process 
And inside of that touchless leasing process, you want to be able to take in a some sort of security deposit and or monetary incentive for you to hold that home on behalf of that particular tenant because the note security deposit often is becoming more and more prevalent. You know, yes. we put that into our system. So we may not require a security deposit, but we'll require the first month rent, some sort of monetary skin in the game to be able to secure that. Uh, have you seen, is there a process now to where you can get that money within a couple, one, one two or three days? Well, how yeah, it's a, uh, right now, I think it's two days is the turnaround. Uh, the the base system on this, on uh, Rentvine is Forte. It's one of the big uh, third payment processors that's out there. And so it's a couple of days. You'll see it from, you know, you'll see the tenant making the payment to where you actually see the money going into your bank account. So, okay. That helps us quite a bit because we obviously want to process that touchless lease. We've right. got to have funds up front. Once we execute the lease agreement, they send money. Okay, a, a day or two later, if you don't need the home until next week and today's Monday, you know, you have plenty of time right. for that, for that right. money to clear. Yeah, you got correct. And so, yeah, we're seeing that and that's an option for us. We haven't done that yet. We're still we're still a little old school requiring them to bring back a, bring a cashier's check to the office. But um, yeah, we're we're all going to be going that direction pretty soon, and it's going to be a lot easier as long as as long as they're not trying to move in today. Um, then there's a, which you and I both know there's a problem with that already. Um, so you know you'll be able to do that, and that's fine. And so you can you'll know when it's cleared and when it's settled because there's actually a a um, a code on the on the check that says it has cleared and settled and it's in your bank. So yeah, you can just like check it. that and say, okay, they're they're done. We're good. Mm-hmm. And here in San Antonio, since my company is the best property management company in the region, you know, we can do today lease agreements. We can do six-month lease agreements. We can do month-to-month lease agreements. Yep. Ah, I'm just messing with you. But the other side, the accounting side, the other side, uh, the owners. Okay, so tenants are paying in. That's, that's what we do. Managers take our chunk. That's probably pretty self-explanatory, very easy. I'm sure it can be set for a percentage or flat fee or whatever. But then the owner payments. Okay, that's a big deal because we all know that it's, it's a huge ordeal to sit down and click and click and click and click. So talk me through the owner payment process. So I assume okay. you're, you know, you're going to run it the 8th or the 10th or the 12th of the month, roughly. Right. Talk me through that. Okay. Here's the way, um, again, just like the tenants, the owners have an owner portal. And so you send an invite to the owner's portal and they come in and they can set up their, how they want to be paid, what bank accounts you want them to put it into. Uh, I don't send out checks to owners, haven't for 15 years. So but if, if you want a check from me, if you want a payment from me, you got to go into your owner portal and set it up. And so then that gets you out of the loop. The owner can do it themselves. You have multiple ways to pay. You can, uh, Rentvine will allow you to send a check to an owner if you want to. They will allow e-check, which is the default, which is the way uh, most property softwares work. Or you can do an, a true ACH, which creates a notcha file. So. So for those that don't understand the difference is when you're doing e-check, you're actually telling your third-party payer to collect the money from your account and then send it out to the owner. And that takes time. And that's the thing that, that people get all upset about because it takes you two, three, four, five days, whoever your payer is, from you inst- you know initiating an e-check here to the client getting it over here. And that could be three, four, five days. The way to get around that is to do what is called ACH, which is a, you create a NACHA file and it's a little file. And then as long as your bank can do it, and it's, it was great talking about NARPM when Rentvine was setting all of this up, 
guess what? They used Allison at Seacoast, and that's who we tested, uh, who, was, who was a phenomenal out enterprise and a big NARPM affiliate and big NARPM supporter. And so we use them to do the testing to make sure that the, that the ACH works. And so it creates a little, you just say, I want to pay them by ACH. And you only run it once through the system. And then depending on how that owner is checked, it either starts cutting checks or it does the e-check or it creates a NACHA file. And that NACHA file, depending on your relationship with your bank, is much faster because it's directly taking money from your account and sending it to the owner. So it's a lot faster than having to go through the third party. So we've always had the habit of paying our owners the next day, and I can do that. So as long as I get a uh, the NACHA file created, I log into the bank, upload the file, and all my owners get paid uh, the next day. If I want to do it in one hour, I can do that depending on how you know what the time of day that you're trying to do that. So, wow. yeah, but again, that's a relationship with your bank. So, uh, Redvine doesn't control that, but they can give you that NACHA file and whatever your, the ACH turnaround on your owner is great. So, yeah, if I if I send the, uh, we cut off on the 10th, do all the processing, everything on the 11th, and on the 12th, my owners all have their money. So, so you're still, you're still going to do your business accounting outside of Redvine? Yes. Per, yeah, I use QuickBooks for that. Yeah, yeah, and I would recommend that. I totally think that's appropriate. Yeah. Because there are I platforms. You know, I still write a check. I don't transfer the money in the bank. I write a check. And I'm just, just old school that way. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of, of doing your operating accounting, your, your business account in the same account as you do your, your trust accounting. I've always had it separated. Yeah, I, I bring that up because there are some platforms that can. They can do yes. your business accounting along with your owner-tenant accounting. Yes. And I, I think that gets a little muddy. Uh, I like you. I'm personally like you as well. I think it's smarter to just either cut a check or transfer funds for your management fees, and then you manage that out of QuickBooks. I mean, that's what seems to work for a lot of businesses. Why try to recreate the wheel? Yes. So absolutely, that, that's a big stuff. The accounting. I mean, really, we can talk all day about custom fields, and we can talk about automation and service and updates. But the biggest thing that you know everyone's going to ask is the accounting. So if you were me. What questions would you ask yourself about rent buying? Let's go for that. Well, the big one is how how much work do I have to do to make it work? What is your automation? How much, what happens? And I've got experience in different software, talking to different uh, people throughout the years and looked at different programs. I haven't looked at all of them, but I've looked at a bunch of them. And the biggest problem that I see is that they they aren't built for the one tenant to one owner to a property manager relationship. So it's, you have to do certain things in the software every month to move the money around. And so that when, whenever you have to get a body involved, stuff happens, mistakes happen and stuff like that. So what I like about what Redvine does is that the it's double entry, solid accounting, um, which is probably the number one reason I agreed to move is that it had that solid accounting where I wasn't going to move something. So typical scenario, just to give you an idea of how it, how a transaction works, charge tenant gets charged automatically on the first of the month for the, or whatever day you charge it for the rent. You have a late fee set up and late fees is beautiful. You can do all kinds of things and you'll even like it in Texas. There's a limit on it. (laughs) So you can go to that 12% that we have in Texas and, and it'll stop the late fees after that point. But, and it's all automated. You don't have to ever touch it. 
So a tenant pays you and they pay late and tenant, um, they pay online and they give you a check and it has rent in there. It has um, a maintenance deductible in there and it has a late fee in there and, and it has your benefit package in there. So all of this stuff is on that payment that the tenant makes. Well, Redvine does everything automatically in the background. You don't have to touch anything. The tenant charges are paid. The management fee is automatically taken. However, you have your management fee set up if it's a percentage type thing off, off of that. And that goes onto the owner's ledger and the manager's ledger. The late fee, you have the option of letting the owner see that or not letting the owner see that. That automatically goes into the property manager's ledger. The maintenance deductible goes to the owner's ledger. All of that is automated. Nobody saw anything. But here's the beauty of it. If that payment goes bad two days later, all of those things reverse automatically. You don't touch anything. Oh, wow. So you don't have to go in and take your management fee back or give your late fee back or any of that stuff. Everything's automatic. So you're, you're sitting there and, 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 um, and you're, in fact, the first couple of times it happened, it was so automated that we didn't know about it. So we had to tell RentFind, okay, you got to send us an email when you have an NSF because otherwise we don't even know the NSF. Everything went back to where it was before. And so now that's in the, so you got to have a notification system so that you say, hey, we had an NSF a, a tenant. And, and what's really cool is that the late fees are automated. So it automatically knows the next day to put the, or at midnight to put the late fees back in. And to keep growing them if you have a daily late fee. And that's automated. So Mark Creditor would be so proud. Late fees posted 1201. <laughs> and you don't have to be there. You don't have to have a drive through window. It's just there. So whatever day you post late fees, it just shows up at 12, you know, at 12 midnight and two seconds. It's there well, and the tenant knows it already. Well, you mentioned him because I remember that story where his uh, late fee or excuse me, his rent box. Remember that he would take physical rent check, his rent box rolled over at yeah. 12 1 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, so he had a guy make a deal. A flap came down and all the checks under it were on time. All the checks above it owed late fees. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only guy I ever knew with a drive through window. So, uh, evil, uh, but you know, that's the necessary evil of our business. But okay. I want to ask you yeah. one more question here, and then we'll wrap this up because I think that's, and we could talk about this forever and ever. But oh, for all day long. Yeah. The big questions that people are going to ask next is, okay, what can I do with the software? Can it manage commercial? Can it manage HOA? Can it manage short-term rental? Can it manage, uh, you know, trailer park? You know, and I don't know the answer to this because some of the, like, for example, commercial, well, you could probably just create another account inside of RentMind. No yeah, problem. create another account would be my guess. Yeah, I, I don't what have I, any of that stuff. I've just, I'm just a single family guy. But it uh, manages uh, fourplexes, duplexes, all of those things seamlessly. Uh, I have no problem with that. I've got some owners that have 12 or 15 properties and they get reports on that they're all separated out by. Uh, most of my clients have one or two, so it's, it's even easier. But uh, I've seen that type of stuff in there. I don't know how far they've gotten on uh, setting up that where you have a whole lot of, of different type of stuff that needs to be reported. But this thing is so flexible. I think you can do just about anything you want to with it, which is what I, you know, you're, you are a big KPI guy. You love your KPIs. Well, I can set up custom fields and I can tell you basically anything 
about anything at any time on any report I want. And I can, I don't even have to run the reports. I can schedule them. And when I walk into my office the next day, it tells me how many move-ins I had this month, how many days that it was, these were vacant, how many move-outs I had, whatever you want to set up, you can set up. So, which is the beauty. It's so customizable. Um, you can mess up with any of that stuff any way you want to, but yeah, I don't know. I have not tried anything, tried to do anything commercial um, or HOA or anything like that yet, but it is, um, you can track the HOAs within the single family. I like the way they've set that up so that it's tied to the properties. And so that if you've got an issue, you know who the HOA is and who to contact and all that kind of stuff. So, so that makes it easy. Yeah. That's going to be one of the things that people ask because you know, a lot of us are getting into the different ancillary businesses, such as HOA management and or multifamily. Multifamily is probably done the same way, so it wouldn't really be an issue. But the big one is going to be the HOA and the short-term rentals. Uh, I would almost, you know, encourage you to worry about short-term rentals in a different total platform because it's just such a different animal. That but, is so different. Yeah. 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 And then HOA almost be the same argument because you're doing nothing but billing, it seems like, and tracking different things. But that's just here and there because... I know that's going to be one of the questions that everybody asks. Well, can it do this? Because could I manage one HOA with 50 homes? Can it do that along with my single family homes? And the, you know, the short term answer is, uh, yeah, eventually they can get there. You just got to kind of coach them through what they need to do. And I think they could potentially offer something like that. But I might be sure. speaking out of turn. You know, I don't know. But the level of service they provide has always been that way to where if you say, okay, we want to do something like this in our business, can you guys assist us in putting it in there? which is part of their easy website integration that I was very fond of. When we started building out a website, we added rent screener. And so now I can envision we had in rent buying and now you have a total umbrella platform that you can run your management company from. Yeah. If you've got, uh, if you're using their website, if you're using PMW website, and if you're using the free rental site to do your listings, well, that is integrating into and uh, in, integrating in directly into rent buying. So if you've got that set up already there, or if you were contemplating doing that set up, that's going to be part of the system. So yep, all of that's, that's cool. already yeah. Basically a CRM that's built into your, your platform right there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Great job. That's going to be nice. I love it. Well, Mike, this has been a fantastic episode because a lot of us have a lot of these same questions that I just asked you. Uh, I think there's, you know, again, we can talk more about this, but I can see them becoming more and more prevalent in our space because just the level of customer service and the willingness to adopt new items. I mean, again, I have a list of four or five other things I want to ask you, but you know, to keep this episode under six hours, right? We want to cut it off somewhere. And I think as we develop this more, the forms are going to start lighting up with like, hey, they do this and they do that. Yes. And of course, if there if there is anything that they don't do, they're willing to take that feedback. And so Absolutely. you may not know you may not know that from from not being on some of these other platforms, but some of the other platforms they're very. Um, it's just a, it's a challenge to get in touch with somebody to ask them to make a change. Yeah. And so let's just leave it politely at that. And I'm not naming any names, of course, but you know, I think what they're going to be doing in the future is listening to the customer base, which is the property management community in the, in the residential space. And they're going to be offering us other ideas, other concepts to increase our business. So it's been fantastic so far to listen to this conversation. So I appreciate you coming on. Sure. Any, any parting work for the group on what your old well, experience um, has been? I will say if, if anybody went and saw a demo a couple of years ago when Rentvine was very, very, very new and, and still in the development page uh, stage, it is way different if you saw the demo in, in uh, Scottsdale when we had the NARPM National Convention. It is a whole different evolution since then. 
So I would tell, I would ask you, I'd say, you know, give them a shot. Um, look at it, see what you, see what you think. Um, very open to suggestions. I see nothing changing on that on the support sign. It is, they've always had great support. I see that continuing forever. Uh, I think that's going to be a big, um, one of the biggest issues is where your support come from. And I'm like you, I see all of the, the emails and Facebook groups and all these things. And everybody's always complaining about support and not being able to get an answer quick. And these guys are not known for that. These guys are known for really quick responses and doing things fast. And I think that's going to stay the same. Awesome stuff, Mike. Appreciate your time right now. Let's go ahead and call it good. And we'll see you at the Property Management Mastermind Conference in May in Texas. We'll see you there. See you later. Y'all have a good one. Thanks. Need a repair at 2 a.m.? Easy does it. Easy Repair coordinates maintenance and nothing else and takes after-hour maintenance calls for property managers, working with your property management software so you can see exactly what Easy is doing without leaving your own software. From Las Vegas, Nevada, our full-time maintenance coordinators will dispatch your work orders with vendors from our growing repair vendor network where available or we'll use your vendors. Give us a call at 800-488-6032 or visit our website www.ezrepairhotlinellc.com. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.